crypto bros. The issue is cryptocurrency. The question is, can young lawmakers bring our financial regulatory system into the 21st century? Welcome to Political Playlist. All right, are we ready, guys? Happy hour. Happy, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> Would you look who decided to join us? Welcome to Political Playlist Happy Hour. I'm Michael Kristoff. I'm Anna Muskie Goldwyn. And I'm Anthony Barquette. And she sounds so happy to see me. (laughs) Happy, happy hour. Um, It's Monday. We're starting. What are you drinking? Let me guess. Well, because it's hot as out here in Venice. I have an Aperol spritz and I feel like it's just cooling me down a little bit. I feel similarly about my drink, which I guess is now officially relabeled the Kiev Mule. Oh, love that. That actually looks really refreshing, Michael. Thank you. I wish you could send me your drinks. You don't like my drink? I also have a giant. Yours are like kombucha with a. It's the. This is a Moscow mule. Oh, I I went a little aggressive on my orange slices here. It's cool. It's like takes. Actually, that's a great question. Are Moscow mules going to be banned? Well, that's I think. I think everything has to just turn them into Kiev mules. Right. It's like the freedom fries. Or we should maybe say Maripol mules. Mm. Maripol is the hardest word to say. Yeah. Mariupol. Mariupol mules. What are you drinking, Anthony? It's very I am boring. I'm drinking a coffee don't, with, don't lie. A coconut, with coconut milk mm. and a side of refreshing water. I think this is the time we should explain to our audience what basic means for, for those <laughs> listeners who aren't sure. Uh, this would be in the, and everything. in the upper left panel of your screen. You will be seeing... A live art installation <laughs> of basic. So Anna, quick question. Are you naming this crypto bros? Because you're talking with two bros here. You guys aren't really crypto bros. Wow. You're Ouch. Like basic bros. I'm wearing a t-shirt because that's what you do if you work in tech. And mm-hmm. I see Mark Zuckerberg do it. So yeah. we're talking crypto. And before we kind of get into this whole thing, because there's so much to talk about. Um I want to just sort of set the stage here. So in 2021, Congress introduced 35 bills centering around U.S. crypto policy. So before we start to unpack that and what that means, Anna, can you kind of give us up here in the cheap seats what this all is? Cryptocurrency? Look at crypto. Okay. So as someone who admittedly does not fully understand Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency in practice. Great. This is who we got to explain it. Yeah. Uh, But, but no, but I, what I will say is I feel like the, the sort of reduced version of it that I've now have found the most simple explanation Mm -hmm. is that cryptocurrency is a form of currency that exists digitally or virtually. So not in your hand. And uses cryptography to secure it. And because it uses cryptography, it's nearly impossible to um, have f- anything fraudulent on it to be duplicated or anything like that. Yeah. And notably to what we're going to talk about, cryptocurrency is stored digitally on what's called a blockchain. And so blockchain technology is sort of like the overarching mother of cryptocurrency. And then there are various different kinds of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin being sort of the most popular one. 
So the question is, can young lawmakers bring our financial regulatory system into the 21st century? Okay. So the reason this is important and why it pertains to what we're talking about at political playlist is because four of our young politicians have joined four other politicians to send a letter to the SEC demanding an explanation for the way that the SEC is currently investigating cryptocurrency companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And sort of for a variety of different reasons, which we can talk about, uh, this letter postures to basically say that, you know, if we over-regulate cryptocurrency or we put too much burden on these budding crypto companies, then A, the United States is going to lose out on the opportunity to be the leader in cryptocurrency, and B, you're going to basically slow down innovation within these budding companies in a technology that's becoming sort of exponentially more popular. The three main elements that these 35 different bills that I mentioned look to address, regulation, which you're talking about. Uh, the application of this blockchain technology, which is mm-hmm. is this incredible new technology that can be used on a variety of levels, uh, and, you know, some good, some bad, like anything. And then the third is discussion of this, you know, what they're calling the central bank digital currency, creating this kind of, you know, main uh, digital bank, as it were. So, yeah. It, it seems like a lot of our young lawmakers are looking at the regulatory element of this being the first and foremost primary thing to address. So the four young leaders who is, are on yeah. this. Is this um, coming from the bi- Republicans? Oh, bipartisan. Wow. No. Well, it's bipartisan. Interesting. And of our young politicians, actually, we have three Democrats, Richie Torres from New York, Darren Soto from Florida and Jake Auchincloss from Massachusetts and one Republican, Byron Donalds from Florida. They're looking These guys, for less regulation. They're looking for res- less regulation and mm. each of them has kind of their own reason, I guess. Wow. But the overarching goal for this whole thing is to not let the U.S. get bogged down in regulatory bureaucracy and miss out on an opportunity to be at the forefront of cryptocurrency in terms of coming up with a fair and sort of easily implemented regulatory process for it. So can I throw some uh, some quick numbers at you guys? Here? Yeah, yeah, numbers, Whoa, man. numbers yeah. guy over uh, here. You know me, I always like to bring stats in because I feel like it can really encompass the topic uh, that we're talking about. And because you, you just don't have like the creative bones, so you just stick to like the numbers. Okay, that's a that's a dig. I'm gonna put that in the swear jar. <laughs> wow, for deep Anna. cuts, deep yeah. cuts. But 83 percent of millennial millionaires own cryptocurrency. Wow, wow. that's wild. Oh my god, sorry guys, I'm like sweating. Yeah, and wow. we'll we'll just blur out her screen. Don't worry about it. Nearly yeah. half. Wait, that's crazy. Half of millennials are comfortable with owning cryptocurrency, and 12 percent of millennials think Bitcoin or crypto is the best way to invest money. Do you guys wow. own crypto? Um, I, yes I, don't. And I, I don't. I, I do not right now, but I was very fortunate. A close friend of mine um, told me to get into it. I had no idea what I was doing. I just wired him the money and he invested it. And he did. It was amazing. It was before- And then you cashed out? Cashed out. It was before all this was- Oh, wow. Uh, before all this got big. Yeah, and I, I I took I took it and ran. 
That which everybody when, who's been to Vegas knows that's exactly that, what you do. That that was like when everyone was like betting it, you know, you heard yeah. of just like everyday people being like, Oh, I'm selling everything yeah. and putting it in crypto. It was that Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I sold I sold everything. It's kind of crazy because I I wonder like with what's happening, sort of what this letter is kind of intimating is that there's about to be a real search for how to regulate it. And I'm kind of curious how that announcement of regulation or sort of like conclusion of this investigation launching into the regulation will impact the frenzy around buying it. Cause like, I feel like my reason for not owning crypto is maybe not reasonable, but it's basically just that I don't fully like, it doesn't feel real. And I wonder if maybe for someone like me who like, isn't as innovative as your friend, Anthony, that like the idea of, Oh, it's regulated. Now there is like a central system that then I would feel more comfortable, but then maybe everyone would be buying it. So it wouldn't be as valuable. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I, what I think is kind of interesting here where I would be for the regulation is money laundering, right? Like, this has well, to be so massive on the money laundering can I, side. It, can I tell you a quote from Richie Torres? So Richie Torres wrote an op-ed in the New York daily news about this. And it was called a liberal case for cryptocurrency. He said, there's more to cryptocurrency than ransomware, just like there's more to money than money laundering. Mm. So it's like his reasoning Mm. is why are we like so obsessed with the downside of this when there's downside to any financial thing ever, right? This kind of is like when Snapchat first came around, everyone Mm. was like- It's only for nudes. Yeah, and you're like, but hold on though, is there a better app to send nudes through? And they're like, "Uh, no. No, this is actually the best one. So Byron said something that I think it feels very conservative, but I think in this instance, it really makes sense. He says overregulation of anything actually leads to disjointed markets or even black markets. And he actually used the example of prohibition Mm -hmm. where if we just don't regulate alcohol, it's not like people are going to stop drinking we saw what happened and it became a war basically. Right. Right. And so, and some people got very, very rich. Some people, some, a very few number of people got very, very rich, but there was no democratization of it. And that actually is more to Richie's point. He really views crypto from like a social standpoint as a way to help poor Americans get ahead financially. Yeah. I mean, Hey, let's be honest. This has definitely brought a lot of people to a new form of wealth that, I think they could never imagine in their lifetimes. Yeah. Um, it also took a lot of people out, but yeah. I think people in the world right now are going and saying, why wouldn't I do that? If I have yeah. some extra money and I could turn a hundred dollars into 500 or a thousand overnight and that thousand into 10. Hey, yeah, it's better than my nine to five job where I'm getting minimum wage, which can barely pay for my apartment. Cryptocurrencies currently are a $2.5 trillion asset class. The question is, you know, what does the US have to gain by being on the forefront of crypto regulatory legislation? I think it's exactly what you said. We get to set the rules, right? So if you Mm -hmm. like cryptocurrency will be regulated, that's an inevitability. So if we basically take our standard security law processes that were written like almost a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) and apply them to this process, 
these four guys and the four other congressmen that joined them are basically saying that we will miss out on that opportunity to write the rules because some other country, some other government is going to figure out a regulatory process more quickly. 